Welcome to English, Please, the podcast where we explore captivating topics in under 10 minutes in clear, intermediate English. I'm your host, Christopher. I live and work in New York City, and I'm a language enthusiast who has always been interested in the most effective ways to learn a new language. This podcast is designed to help you improve your English listening skills and vocabulary. And this is the 10th episode of English, Please. Thanks for listening. Within the vibrant city of New York, one of the most famous and brightly lit areas is Broadway. And incidentally, it's pretty close to where I live. Renowned as the pinnacle of U.S. theater, Broadway's history began over a century ago, and it really is connected to the cultural evolution of the United States. From its modest 19th century beginnings to its current status as a global phenomenon, Broadway has constantly adapted and it has captivated audiences with its artistry and a real, unwavering dedication to excellence. First off, the term Broadway generally refers to the theater district here in New York City. But interestingly, it's also a road that runs the full length of Manhattan, and it even continues into the Bronx, which is another part of New York City. The original Broadway was a path created by indigenous communities who lived here long before the Europeans arrived. Although it wasn't called Broadway until the late 19th century, people essentially have been traveling this path for hundreds of years. In the early days of New York City, Broadway was a busy road called Gentleman's Street by the Dutch, and it eventually became a thoroughfare that connected the entire island of Manhattan from south to north. By the mid-1800s, as New York City was rapidly growing and expanding, many theaters were present in Lower Manhattan. Gradually, as the city expanded north, the theaters moved to the north also. A pivotal moment arrived in 1904 with the construction of the iconic Times Square District. I actually talk a little about Times Square in Episode 6 of English, Please. And while that episode is about the famous New Year's Eve celebration that happens each year in New York City, there is some information about Times Square as well. The establishment of Times Square that happened in 1904 attracted many theaters and venues. Legendary establishments like the New Amsterdam and Lyceum Theater flourished, solidifying Broadway's position as a theatrical powerhouse. Now, before we go on, I want to share some interesting information about Broadway and New York City theaters. This might surprise you, but there are only three theaters actually located on the road that we call Broadway. The Broadway Theater, the Palace Theater, and the Winter Garden Theater. The rest? Well, they're located on numbered streets that cross Broadway, but they're not on Broadway. They start on the south side of Times Square with the Nederlander Theater, which is on West 41st Street, and they extend up to 53rd Street on both sides of Broadway, the Road Broadway. But as I mentioned, this whole area is called Broadway. Oh, also, technically, what we call a Broadway theater 
is a theater that can seat at least 500 people. Of course, there are many smaller theaters in New York City. It doesn't matter where these smaller theaters are located. We call these theaters off-Broadway. Okay, then we also have really tiny venues with less than 100 seats. These theaters are called off-off-Broadway. That's right. We have Broadway theaters, off-Broadway theaters, and off-off-Broadway theaters. You'll often see the most cutting-edge and challenging shows at the smaller places, the off-off-Broadway theaters. And many are excellent, too. Productions like Showboat and Oklahoma revolutionized musical theater, integrating sophisticated narratives and captivating melodies. There were many, many other important works through the mid-20th century, and the importance of Broadway continued to grow. Audiences worldwide were enthralled, and Broadway became a kind of cultural ambassador, as the stories that were told often represented the stories of the United States. Aside from these shows, the theaters also featured opulent architecture and bright, glittering marquees, and so they became another recognizable part of the city's iconic skyline. And speaking of this, maybe you've heard the term the Great White Way at some point. This affectionate nickname for Broadway originated in the early 1900s. Why? Here's a little bit of history to explain. Theater fires in the 19th century in New York City were a big problem because the theaters were lit by gas-powered lamps, and these venues did not have good ventilation. The famous inventor, Thomas Edison, created the incandescent light bulb in the 1870s, and his invention revolutionized the theater industry and Broadway. Oh, and what we call the incandescent light bulb is essentially the light bulb that you probably use in your home today. New York architects realized at the beginning of the 20th century that the light bulb was far safer to use inside theaters than gas lamps with open flames. They also realized these new light bulbs could be used outside the theaters for advertising and signs. The illuminated facades transformed the way the area looked at night, creating something that was both practical and mesmerizing. The bright lights not only helped people see, but they also created a sense of magic. And it's still this way today. The Great White Way really is the perfect nickname for all this light. Today, the tradition of bright lights continues. Modern LED displays and electronic billboards illuminate the street nowadays, but despite changes in technology, these new lights still ensure Broadway remains a visible and bright beacon of entertainment in the heart of New York City. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of English, Please. Thank you for listening. If you understood most of this episode, you're doing great. Don't forget to review the transcript to check your understanding. This episode was a little shorter, so it's easy to listen again with the transcript to help with anything that wasn't clear. Again, I'm Christopher, and I want to invite you to join me in future episodes of English, Please! to hear about many different topics, all focused on helping you with your English. 
Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts, and let's embark on an adventure together in clear, understandable English. I also encourage you to visit comullen.com slash pod for more information. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Mm-hmm.